Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one leisurely page of Talmud each day. And on today's page, Gitin 78, we encounter a snippet of wisdom that I think a lot of our listeners would find particularly relevant to this year, our modern life. Have a listen. Rabbi Yochanan says, There is no need for these explanations since the place of her lap belongs to her, and the place of her basket belongs to her. Rava said, What is the reasoning of Rabbi Yochanan's statement? Because a person is not particular, not about the place of his wife's lap, nor about the place of her basket. It is as though he transfer ownership of the place to her, for her to use. You don't need to understand the intricacies of the halachic question being discussed here to understand that the rabbis are asking a far more fundamental question than any of us living, say, in New York City, encounter every day, which is, what precisely is our personal space? What could we expect as we live in such tight quarters among so many others in small apartments, crowding on subways or buses, walking down narrow city streets? What could we expect to be truly our own personal space? And here to answer this question is our senior personal space correspondent, the co-host of the Unorthodox podcast. Hello, Stephanie Butnick. Great to be here. Uh, resident of a small apartment, I'm here. I, I understand it. And here, I actually want to complicate this because I want to talk about the idea of these cramped spaces we function in in big cities, right? This idea of a packed subway car, of a packed city street. So I will tell you how I feel about all of that. I feel the exact opposite way about my family and my home when it comes to personal space. So here's the thing. There's nothing worse than being like packed onto a subway car like sardines. And you're just like, I am enclosed by humans on all sides and all parts of me are touching another human. And this is not natural. This should not be happening. And and my lap and my basket are not my own in this sense. I hate it. I viscerally, I just, I, I find it so disgusting. Even when you sit next to someone on the subway and you're like, it's weird. My pants are touching your pants. I don't know you. I don't know where you are. And like, I think about bed bugs all the time. I have a friend who every time she goes to a movie theater, she checks, she takes her phone flashlight out and checks the seat for bed bugs. And I'm like, why are you even like, where do you end that? Right? Like where, that that's, I don't know. I don't want to know. That's fascinating because I think that's in part why the rabbis are raising this question. They say, look, you could go through life basically expecting every space in which you enter to be very privately your own and therefore go on a sort of slippery slope of saying like, I don't want to touch this person's pants by accident on the subway. I don't want to touch any surface that anyone else has ever touched. And therefore, I think part of the discussion today in the Talmud is you sort of retreat more and more and more inwardly and you have more and more and more difficulty with sort of going out in public. I I think I'm arguing here for the sake of argument that part of what they're trying to tell us is no, this is a question even as opposed to just saying, well, of course your personal space is your personal space because it's not obvious and it's not understood and there is an expectation that you would sacrifice some of your comfort, convenience, and leisure to go out there, be with other people, even if it means being in very tight quarters. I agree with that and I think it's nice. I mean... When I think about my home life, I have a two-year-old daughter. 
I must be like They're physically great at, at respecting personal space. No, I must be like physically touching her at all times. If we're in the same room, I'm like, you are going to be sitting like as close as possible to me because I just, I love it so much. And my, oh my God, my husband hates it. My husband likes personal space. And I'm like, we used to live in a tiny studio apartment and we had to sit like head to toe on the couch. That was, if we both wanted to sit on the couch, we'd have to like sit legs next to legs and we have a bigger couch now I'm like no no no, we still need to sit like that I have no respect for other people's boundaries it turns out but like to me that's that's closeness and that's family and that's love and like I I love I was just you know my daughter the other morning was draped over me drinking a bottle of milk and I was like this is the best feeling in the world I don't want that with strangers I will be out in the world I will like challenge myself to be in a subway car but to me there's such different types of ways in which personal space functions. That's fascinating. I, I, by the way, am quite different. I actually have zero expectation of personal space. Maybe it's because I come from, you know, the Middle East. Uh, but when I go out there, it's like, of course people got to touch you. Because in Israel, You're everyone like, things touches will be crowded you. and angry. No, but even, even the expectation <laughs> of, of, you know, meeting someone for the first time, they're going to touch you. Even sellers in the shuk, you know, they're going to yeah. say, hey, try this. And they're going to put their arms around you and shove a tomato on your mouth and you know, basically expect that the it's, interaction be physical. It's, it's true. Like I, I was one of those people who was very excited that we were going to see the end of handshaking with the pandemic. Um, and I was like, great, good riddance. I don't need it. But I like hugs. I don't like, like, cheek kissing. But I like hugs. You like to me, that's like, yes, it's true. The like, rabbis bequeath you. A basket. Your, a basket. My own basket. Your own lap, your own basket. Stephanie Butnick, thank you so much for being our guest. And there will be a child in my lap. <laughs> This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're going to enjoy our brand new Take One newsletter even more. Each week, you'll get an extra shot of Talmudic wisdom straight to your inbox. And for those who sign up before Tractate Gittin ends, we'll be raffling off some Take One swag. So make sure to subscribe at tabletm.ag slash Take One newsletter. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And you could get your Take One t-shirts, mugs, and other amazing form of swag at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Gross, Robert Scaramuccia, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.